Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoof beats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. I'm Silver. Kitty Carter reined up in front of her father's large ranch house. Whoa, boy, whoa. Easy, fella. Well, evening, Miss Kitty. Hi, Jed. Guess you can put Blackie away. I won't be riding again this afternoon. Yes, ma'am. Miss Kitty, I... uh, Well, that is... Go on, Jed. Well, me and the boys, we... Oh, hang it all, Miss Kitty... It just don't seem possible that your dad has to give up the circle old spread. I know, Jed. Well, it just don't seem right. Why, well, I was working for the circle old when you was born here. Twenty years ago, Miss Kitty. When your mom had that accident, well, I was the one who had to look I at... know, Jed. Dad couldn't have done without you. I'll see it, supper. Yes, ma'am. Now, come along, boy. Here, here. What's that you got there, honey? More bad news, I reckon, from the look on that pretty face of yours. Hello, Dad. I didn't mean to look so serious. 
I was just talking to Jed. Good old Jed. I guess him and the boys are kind of upset about the circle. You know they are, Dad. Yeah, sure, sure. But I don't want my little girl forgetting how to smile just because of some land and some ornery cattle we can't hold on to. I'm sorry, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) There, is that better? Yeah, that's more like it, Kitty. Now about that letter you have in your hand. Oh, oh, yes. It's for you, from St. Louis. Here. From St. Louis, huh? Yeah, let's see what's in it. Well, I'll be... What's it say, Dad? Who wrote it? Kitty, right here in my hand is the answer to our prayers if we handle things right. This is from the hombre who was my partner when I struck it rich. You heard me speak of him, Jack Bailey. Lots of times. He was the partner that took his money and went east. Yep, yep. He and his son are on their way here. Oh, Dad... Do you think Mr. Bailey will lend you the money you need? Well, Jack Bailey would never sink any of his money in something risky. Uh, but if he thought I still had plenty of cash and that he could buy in on a good thing... Oh, then you mean when he finds out you're, well, broke... He's he... not going to find out any such thing, Kitty. But we can't tell him we, we have... We won't tell him anything. You, uh, <clears throat> you just leave it to me. <laughs> I'll just drop a few remarks that'll set Jack Bailey thinking. Before he leaves, I'll wager he'll be begging me to let him buy into the circle oil. Then, after refusing and then hedging a bit, well, I reckon I'll accommodate Jack and let him do it. Eh? Oh, Dad. <laughs> you and your scheming. But will it be honest to do that, Dad? Well, what's dishonest about it? With all the cash Jack puts up... The mortgages can be paid off. Then he'll only share the circle oil. Why, he'll make money in the long run. Well, it's all right, then. Golly, Dad, I hope you can put it over. It'll mean just about everything to us. I can't wait till tomorrow when Mr. Bailey gets here. following morning, the stagecoach from the east was approaching the little town of Silver Rock. There were two passengers riding inside the coach. A rather jolly-looking, well-dressed Irish gentleman over 50, and a young man about 21, whose handsome face was drawn into a frown as he spoke to his companion. Look, Dad, suppose your old partner Tom Carter finds out that you're really broke. You think you'll still be willing to put money in... Oh, Michael, me lad, just leave everything to me. If Tom Carter is given to believe that I am still one of the richest men in St. Louis, and that he might be given the chance to buy in on a big and prosperous hay, grain, and feed business, sure he'll jump at the chance. I mean, name's not Jack Bailey. Maybe so, Dave. But you can't get his money under false pretenses. Why not come right out and ask for a big loan to tide you over? No, no, you don't know Tom Carter, Michael. I hear that he's wealthy as all get out and owns a ranch bigger than County Cork six times over. Now, when a man makes a lot of money, it gets into his blood and he wants to make more and more. But with plenty of gold in the bank, he's not going to take the risk that a poor man will take. But I don't see what difference that will make. Carter's a very rich man. If by dropping a few hints here and there, mind you, he gets the idea that he can get in on a sure thing in which I'm already making plenty, as he'll think. Then he'll come to me begging to accept his goal for a share in my business. Now, you wait and see, Michael. We'll soon be there, Dad, and we'll see how things work out. 
I'm anxious to meet that ex-partner of yours and his daughter. It's going to be quite an experience, whatever happens. Eat up, get off. It was past noon when Tonto, Indian companion of the Lone Ranger, rode into their temporary camp in the hills west of Silver Rock. Oh, Scott, oh, fella. Oh, fella. Oh. Well, Tonto, I didn't expect you back from Silver Rock so soon. Tai Kimasabi. Tai. Me there when stage come in. Me hear two men talk. And talk not good. Oh, tell me about it, Tonto. Ah, well, me at hitch rack, putting supplies in saddlebags. Man and horse ride up, dismount. Other man... Come from up street. Them not see me standing beside Scout. Them talk. Howdy, Pete. I've been waiting for you. Just coming into town? Yeah, why? What's up? Then you didn't get a chance to watch the stage come in from the east, did you? That's right, I didn't. What about it? That stage brought a certain interesting hombre here from St. Louis. Him and his son just arrived. Yeah? Who's that you're talking about, Slick? His name is Jack Bailey, a millionaire from St. Louis. Brought his son with him. They were met at the stage by the Carters from the Circle O. Mm. Uh, what's on your mind? <laughs> Come on in the cafe and I'll tell you. I think you'll be interested. All right. I know you never plan anything that doesn't bring in gold one way or another, Slick. <laughs> I could sure use some extra cash right now, too. Let's go. Then the two men go into cafe. Me follow, but not able to hear more, Kimasabi. Then me come back to camp. Me not think what them planning is right. I agree with you on that, Tonto. Whatever it is Slick has in mind, it has to do with the millionaire from St. Louis, Jack Bailey. Ah, Men talk about Carters from Circle O, too. Yes. Tom Carter is thought to be very wealthy. But I happen to know he's having financial difficulties right at this time. He might lose everything he owns, including the Circle O spread. Oh, maybe that's why rich men come from St. Louis. Tom Carter must have sent for him. I understand Carter and Bailey started out as partners years ago. Oh. And what do you think two men in town plan to do? We'll ride to Silver Rock and see what we can find out. Here, Silver. Easy, big fella. Easy. Oh, Silver. In a lot scout. It was drawing towards sunset as Tom Carter and his daughter Kitty sat on the ranch house porch with their guests. No matter which way you look from here, Jack, everything you see is part of the circle O. Is there much risk of loss in running a big ranch out here, Mr. Carter? Risk? Yeah. Not if nobody knows what he's doing. Well, from the way Tom Carter's made money hand over fist with the circle O, me boy, I'd be inclined to say that large-scale ranching is one of the few ways a man can be sure of making money these days. What I hear the business you're in, Jack, you know what it is to make plenty of money yourself. Oh, sure, sure. But it's always a pleasure to find a new way to make it, Tom. <laughs> well, the way you talk, it looks like I might have competition someday, Jack. <clears throat> Don't tell me you're thinking of buying a ranch out here. Well, no, if I found one that was to me liking... 
Something already making money, you understand. I might invest a bit. Yeah, you'd be mighty lucky to find anyone with a good paying spread who'd let you buy in. You know, in my opinion, a man would be a fool to give up part of something he'd worked hard to build up. Now, now take the circle O, for instance. Why do you know this spread here? Please, Dad, talk about something else. I'm sure Michael and his father are tired of hearing about the circle O. Tis easy to see that you don't know old Jack Bailey too well, Miss Kitty. Sure, and anything that brings him the cash is worth discussing. <clears throat> you know, Jack, you ain't thinking it over. I might be persuaded to let you invest a bit of your cash in the circle O. For old time's sake, mind you. Sure, and that's big-hearted that you are, Tom Carter. But before we get to that point... Let me tell you about the money-making business I'm in in the East. <laughs> Look, Dad, before you two go any further with your business discussion, will you pardon Kitty and me? Why, sure, son. That we will. Where are you two fixing to go? I promised Michael we'd ride to the hills to watch the sunset, Dad. Uh... We won't be long. See you later. Get yeah. back soon. <laughs> all right, all right. <clears throat> now, Tom, where were we? <clears throat> oh, yes. Now, I want to tell you what a fine investment a man can make in the hay, feed, and grain business. Michael, how do you like our western sunsets? This one sure has a lot of color, Kitty, but it it just wasn't to see the sunset that I wanted to get away from our dads a while ago. No? No. Oh, they hope. Whoa, fella. Ready to turn back, Michael? Not yet, Kitty. Not before we've had a chance to talk together. You see, Kitty, I think... Kitty, are you hurt? No, but that was close. Dismount quick, Michael. You mean you think that shot was deliberate? Yes, I do. Seemed like a warning shot, but came too close for comfort. Well, if anyone thinks he's going to try to hold no, us... Michael, up... don't try anything. Oh, well, I'm not too good a shot, but I can at least try... Why, the dirty... Stop the shoot man, young fellow, and reach both of you. That voice came from behind that big boulder on the hillside ahead. We better do as he says, Michael. Hurry up, reach. The next shot will find us, Mark. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, oh, oh. What's the meaning of this? Who are you? None of your pranks, both of you. You're coming along with us. And if you know what's good for you, you'll both come along quick. Now move. Pronto. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue our story, Kitty Carter and Michael Bailey were forced to ride with the two outlaws. Meantime, after riding to the outskirts of the town, the Lone Ranger had stopped and with Tonto's help disguised himself as a ranch hand. Then the two men entered Silver Rock to find out what they could about Slick and Pete. Discreet inquiries brought out the fact that two men were strangers in town. Later in the cafe, Tonto saw Slick alone at one of the tables playing solitaire and pointed him out to the Lone Ranger. It was after sundown when Pete joined Slick and together they went to their room at the local hotel. Now what, Slick? Wait a minute, Pete. Then I take a look out of the window. Found out some tall hombre and an Indian were asking about us in town. And they hung around watching me this afternoon. You think they were wise to what we were doing? I don't know. But they're sure trying to find out. I expect them to follow us over here and to snoop around, trying to hear what we say. I'll go out and look around and kiss Now, wait. In a couple of minutes, we'll talk loud enough so that if they are listening... What we say will send them into a trap so we can get rid of them. It's yeah, a good idea. Yeah, where did you take the two you picked up? To the old shack up in the canyon, like you told us to. Good. We'll talk about how we're going to get the ransom money from Carter and Bailey later. Now we'll talk for the benefit of any snooping coyotes that might be listening. Meantime, the Lone Ranger and Tonto had followed Slick and Pete to the hotel and soon were crouched under one of the partially opened windows listening. We're not able to hear him talk, Kimasami. No, perhaps Pete, I didn't. you did a good job. Did you take them to that deserted mine shaft in the canyon like I told you to? Sure did, Slick. No one will find them there. Here this time tomorrow will be a long way from here with plenty of money in our saddlebag. I better get back out there. Reds guard them alone. We don't want any slip up now. Don't worry, they won't be. Hey, come on. We'll go back to the cafe and have a couple of drinks. And later we'll go out there together. Right. Hello. Those men are holding two people captive out in the old mine shaft. Ah. You think maybe it's Carter, Bailey? Could be. Or perhaps our son and daughter. Mm. What we do, get sheriff? No, not yet. We can do more for them alone right now. Come on. I'll go out there. Huh. I'll put my mask back on. There. Easy, big fella. <coughs> One silver. Get him up, scout. so bright I can see the entrance to the mine shaft from here, Tonto. Ah, me see it too. You think maybe fella them leaving shaft be watching? The shaft runs quite far back into the hill, Tonto. They use it as a hideout. They stay far back out of sight. He won't be expecting us. That right. We'll leave the horses outside and go in on foot. Oh, oh, shine very far into shaft, Kimasabi. We need torch, maybe. No. 
They make too good a target for the guard they left here. You'll probably have some sort of light back in the shaft. May not see any light. It's plenty dark in there. There are a few branches off this main shaft. Could be that... Wait a minute. Why we stop? Strike a match, Tonto. Ah. Hmm. Look, Tonto. The floor of this shaft is covered with silt. Except for our footsteps, it hasn't been disturbed for some time. Isn't that right? There's no sign to show men go into shaft today. There might be another entrance, but I... What we do now? Follow me, Toto. We'll find out where those prisoners are. And I don't think it'll take us very long. I see the horses over there. Steady. I figure they walk in. And that shaft's about a quarter of a mile long with no other way out. Yeah. Better work fast. I brought the blasting powder on the fuse. Oh, here it is. There's a cleft in the rock just inside the entrance. I'll plant the powder in that, then run the fuse a safe distance out so we can light it and run back. Come on. Yeah. You sure there's no other way out? Yeah. I used to work for the company that opened that mine. <laughs> Last of clues, that entrance was solid rock. And those two snooping hombres will be out of our way for good. Working hastily and cautiously, Slick and Pete planted the blasting powder and set the fuse. Then lighting the fuse, the two men ran to cover behind a nearby large boulder. Hurry, it'll blow any second, Pete. We'll be safe enough here. Better hold the horses. The blast will scare them, Pete. I've got them. They won't get away. Oh, easy there. Yeah, that did it all right. Look over there, Pete. Well, I'll be... Tons of rock covering the entrance of the shaft. <laughs> Them two are done for. Sure. And they won't need their nice-looking pinto and that white stallion, so we'll just... Whoa! Whoa there! The horses are running away. Oh, you slick. The blast scared them. We could use good horses like those. On our way back, we'll track them down. Sure, they won't run far. Noticed them in town today. Those are mighty valuable horses, Slick. That's right, they sure Well, let's get going back to the shack. We have a lot of planning to do before we get money from Carter and Bailey. Uh Let's go, then. Get up, get up! It was some time later... In an old shack several miles up the canyon, Kitty Carter and Michael Bailey, tied hand and foot to two chairs, talked in low tones as Red, the guard, rested on a cot across the room with his gun handy on a table beside him. Well, there comes Slick and Pete now. Well, well, Bailey's son of the Carter. Hey, good work, boys. When my father and his men catch up with you, it won't be so good, mister. What took you so long getting there? We had a little job to do. Getting rid of a couple of snooping hombres. Now you better start figuring how to get the ransom money from Carter and Bailey, Slick. Yeah, that's right. First, you'll have these two write notes to their father. We're not writing any notes. Wouldn't do any good anyway. You won't write to them. Oh, yes, you will. At least the girl will. (laughs) Pete, 
You and Red give that young coyote a rough going over until she agrees. No, right. don't touch him. He's tied up. <laughs> Go ahead, boys. Knock him around sure. a bit. Come on, Red. See how much he can take. Reach all of you. What the mask, hombre? If he didn't have that mask, I'd say he was the same hombre who was hanging around a cafe with the Indian. But he can't be. Both of them are we dead. We didn't fall for your trap back at the mine shaft, Slick. We waited outside in hiding until after the blast. And followed you here. They fooled us. Get him down. Look out. Oh, my leg. Now, if either of you others want to try that. No, no. No, not me. Drop your guns in. Right. I'll release you two. Then we'll tie up these killers. Thanks. I can't understand why a masked man... It doesn't man... matter. My Indian friend has gone for the sheriff and will stop by the circle O for your father's. There you are. Thanks. Now, help me tie these men and we'll wait until the others get here. About two hours later, the group in the shack heard hoofs approaching and stopping outside. Oh, they've come at last. What's going on here? A masked owl hoof, huh? Wait, Sheriff. He's our friend. He caught these men and set us free. Well, I'll be... Kitty, Kitty, are you all right? Of course, Dad. How do you like them? How they hurt you, me lad? If they have, oh, sure I... Take it easy, Dad. <laughs> Thanks to this masked man, we're all right. The only masked man I've heard of out here were outlaws. If I were an outlaw, I wouldn't have sent for you and the sheriff. He's right about that. He wouldn't. Dad, I've told Kitty about... Well, that you're practically broke. <laughs> What's it? You Jack Billy broke, you say? Well, no. As a matter of fact, I thought if I could get you to put some money into my business, things would be all right. Oh, so then... that's it. You were pretending to be rich, so that put money in... Wait, Dad, before you say too much. You see, I told Michael about your financial trouble. Sure, you don't mean to tell me that you... Well, well admitted, Jack. Uh, the circle is about to go under. Just a minute, Mr. Carter. Didn't you put a large amount of money into stock in that mining venture up the canyon last year? Yep. Buying a lot of that worthless stock is what put me where I am today. These men tried to trap Todd on me in that mine tonight. They blasted the entrance. That right. Just after they set off the blast and before we rode after them, I noticed a glitter in the bright moonlight coming from the newly exposed wall of rock. I picked up these pieces. Let's see them. Here, look them over. Great Caesar's ghost, streaked with gold. That's right. The blast uncovered the vein you were hunting for last year. Your company sunk that shaft. That's a little to one side of the vein. Oh, Dad. Then that means... That means, Kitty, we won't have to give up the circle all. And it it means Jack Bailey is going to be my partner again, too. Sure, now I don't know what to say about that talk. While you're all talking, I'll get these cooks back to town. Get them moving, man. All right. Well, as I started to say, Tom, I couldn't let you give me a share in that mine. It would be like taking charity. Oh, and you I... might as well take it, Dad. There's going to be a partnership in the family anyway. Well, huh? That depends, Michael. But I think there is a good chance of it. You mean that you and Kitty Carter are going That's to be... That's right. What? I won't take no for an answer. Then neither will I. Well, Mr. Bailey, it looks as though my dad and your son are going to get their own way. <laughs> Shall we give in? <laughs> sure, and why not? After all, it seems like fate has brought all this about. In this case, I'd say fate wore a mask. Say no. Who was that masked man that did all this for us anyway? I don't know. But I do know that outside of Michael, he's the handsomest, nicest man I've ever met. <laughs> now, see here. I found out who he is, and it's uh, too much to have you compare me to the Lone Ranger. <laughs> oh, Michael... 
The Lone Ranger? If I'd known that, you'd never have had a chance. And now he's gone. <laughs> sure, and it's a good thing you said that with a twinkle in your eye, Kitty. For from what I've heard... You wouldn't have a chance with the Lone Ranger, now or ever. The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated. 